and I had some thoughts, some pretty bad thoughts about Taylor Swift. <laughs> Not in the way that I just made it sound. Anyways, we've got your girls to talk about. Oh yeah, the eternal collaboration. Neither of these artists, by the way, is capable of doing anything on their own, it seems. <laughs> so I guess I'm not terribly surprised to find them. I could have sworn we'd already done two or three songs that featured these two together. But no, it's some sort of fucking Kevin Bacon-esque connection that, that all of these artists on the top ten have been going through. It's a cosmic hokey-pokey of big names. These fucking two again. Iggy Azalea is, is convinced that she's the hottest shit. So at the beginning of the song, she does the whole, you know, it's Iggy is. It's Iggy is. Then she j- just does it again. It's Iggy is. We heard you, like, if you're going to introduce yourself at the beginning of the song, like, then you just kind of come in and do your shit when it's your time. We fucking remember who you are. Uh, what's, your, what's your policy here on problem? Just try to keep a positive mind. The sax hook, presumably a sample, is, like, kind of fun. But then things fall down from there. The rapping is embarrassingly terrible. I don't want to say Iggy ruins this song because I think give the rest of the song too much credit, but Iggy ruins this song. I'm sorry, Iggy is ruins this song. Iggy is ruining this song. I'm kind of already tired of, of both of these people, and we've been doing this for three weeks. <laughs> I'm also convinced these, these could be the two like least genuine folks in the business right now. That's a bold statement. But that's the thing. They pump out these like laser-guided precision hits that get in, do their thing, and get out. The music industry always seems to have someone like this, someone you can point to and say they're just vessels for the machinations of the music industry. And it's interesting that they are sort of mixed together in the charts with people who seem to who don't feel that fake there's usually just a few players to help fill that role of just taking the modern brill building output and Putting it into the top ten. Today, it's Ariana Grande and Iggy Azalea. Are you you're still going with Grande, huh? You're not going to join Team Grande? Fuck me, I don't know. we got better things to talk about, like this week's surprise hit. Look at me and girl, you take me to another place. Baby got me feeling like I'm flying like I'm out in space. Something about your body says. You were surprised by number 15? I am. Because I thought Enrique Iglesias died like 12 <laughs> years ago. <laughs> exactly the same thought. He's kicking around. Uh, anyway, number 15, Enrique Iglesias with, I don't know, December Bueno. And I'm, my Spanish is a bit rusty, but Gente de Zona. People of Zone. So Zona must be a thing, right? There's no article. Yeah, like it's a type of dance or something. Mm-hmm. Zone people. Like, you know, we are zone people. We represent this subculture. You know, you get these three people and, and what, Sean Paul in a room together, and you end up with Bailando, which is kind of bumping. Yeah. Uh, however, apparently he kind of forgets what he's supposed to do in a song, which is why at the very beginning they have to yell, Enrique! Enrique! He just had, had no fucking clue. <laughs> I'm in the studio. What do I do next? Sing to whom exactly? Please help me. There's no one here. It's just a microphone. There's this hook singer right in the middle who sounds very slightly like Shaggy. Sounds a little bit like Shaggy's coming back, which I, I'd be excited about. Look, if Enrique Iglesias is still relevant in 2014, fucking Shaggy, the world is his oyster right now, all right? Man, I hope we see this next week, in fact. Number one, Enrique Iglesias featuring Shaggy. Featuring Shaggy. And again, my Spanish is a bit rusty. You know, he's doing the whole, like, blah, 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 contigo. The 
last line of that is, I gotta have contigo. Hmm. I gotta have with you. <laughs> I like the fact that it has the, the Spanglish name lyric. It's fun and appeals to the masses. So, and I am I am world like world famous for my disdain for reggaeton. Mm-hmm. But the kind of, you know, the, the kind of like in the... We're kind of all right here. I was okay with that. It was great. Not great. It was good. It, it was good. I will agree with you with that. The video, was there an old guy getting down in this video? There was definitely an old guy getting down. They, they took that right out of the picture book of things you can put in your music video. Uh, also, you can have a, you can high-five your bros while you're on a bike. Right, yeah, this was, was like an extremely generic music video. Like, they, they got it off the shelf at yeah. Walmart of, of the music video store. I feel like it's some sort of, like, rejected World Cup commercial. This video was put together from spare parts of other videos. How do you pronounce this next guy? Jeremy. Jeremy. Featuring YG. Body like the summer, fucking like no other. Don't you tell them what we do. Don't tell them, don't tell them, you ain't need. Don't tell them, don't tell them, you ain't need. You ain't even gotta tell them, don't tell them, don't tell them, you ain't need. Don't tell them, don't tell them, you ain't need. You ain't even gotta tell them, don't tell them, don't tell them. You know what we're not going to do? Tell him, Eric. We're not, not going to tell him. Yeah, this song opens with Mustard on that beat. <laughs> do you catch this? No, I, I completely missed that. It's almost unintelligible, and it, it's the sound. <laughs> and the words are Mustard on that beat, ho. And this is a phenomenon that was pointed out to by my friend and your acquaintance, Todd Derbrill. There's this, this DJ, DJ Mustard, who produced this very song. Every song that he produces includes a sample of the very the same YG saying, His first name is Dijon, which I think is hilarious. Oh my god. That's incredible. You know who else does this? Like the whole say my name on, on my beats thing is Tummy Scratch of Turquoise Jeep. Hey, Tummy Scratch B. Uh, tummy scratch B. Let's go. Maybe mustard is tummy scratch. Tummy scratch wears a mask. Ooh. And they're both rather heavy. Collusion. Mustard is tummy scratch. You heard it here first, folks. Uh, this song, man, didn't do it for me. The story is just, we are hooking up right now and it's cool. You don't have to tell your boyfriend you're cheating on him. Right. That's the whole idea. And then at some point, YG comes in and gets thirsty or something. Right. I think he gets thirsty after meeting some, I wrote this down, Twitter pussy I met on the internet. It's some Twitter pussy I met on the internet. On my late night thirsty. Cause it was late night and I was thirsty. Oh man. I'd retweet that, you know what I'm saying? This just brought to mind another Shaggy song. What is Shaggy's advice? It wasn't me. <laughs> That's exactly right. Don't tell him is pretty much a, a counterpoint to it wasn't me. I don't know what to do. I feel like it's kind of like the the Christopher Nolan version of It Wasn't Me, though. It's like, it's very dark and very gritty and very... Whereas It Wasn't Me was kind of just like the the Spider-Man version of that. It was kind of goofy. It was kind of fun. It wasn't me. Obviously, it was me. You you walked into me and I was doing it on the kitchen counter. Don't tell him. It's really simple advice that is pretty unlikely to work. (laughs) It got us this far. How about something completely different? Are we going to Clean Bandit? We are. Clean Bandit featuring Jess Glynn. With Rather Be. My heart continues to be With every step we take Kyoto to the base Strolling so casually We're different and the same Gave you another name Switch up the batteries
Personally, I would have gone Jess Glynn featuring Clean Bandit, but whoever is headlining this and whoever is guesting on it, they've combined to form an incredibly boring song. I actually had a pretty good time listening to this one. I think we might disagree. I think the only thing I liked about it was the Death Star tractor beam power down sound. Oh, what did you like about it? I mainly liked the way that the electronics, the synthesizer, interacted with the strings, which is just a recipe for disaster normally. Yeah, I'd say the violin was, was a pretty decent touch in this song. I also thought that some pop singers sound good over techno crap and some don't, and I thought Jess Glynn sounded great and sort of mixed in. We're a thousand miles from coming back. Uh, so you're, you're warm, possibly, on the song. Mm-hmm. What about the Japanese fishing industry commercial of a video that we have going on here? Yeah, this is super weird, right? The main character of the video goes around doing stuff in Japan and is haunted by... White people. Yeah, she's haunted by phantom white people everywhere she goes. On trucks or at the fish market for while she's dancing in the street. They're members of Queen Bandit, as far as I can tell. That's what I was hoping. Otherwise, that was really weird. At one point, it's someone cuts a fish open and inside of the fish is a glowing band logo. Okay, because I wasn't sure if that was actually what that fish looked like inside because I don't know shit about fish. The ocean is fucked, man. It is very possible that there is a fish that when you cut it open, where the bones should be, there's like bright green and blue shit. So you, you were you were upset by the fish commercial video. I, I was waiting for like at the very end of this thing for it to say like come to Japan with like, you know, the tourism seal of approval on it. <laughs> After watching a Japanese person be terrorized. <laughs> terrorized by white people. You know, it's Japan pain anything goes right you're fucking fired from the tourist bureau man <laughs> yeah maybe that's what passes for good marketing over there i know i want to go to japan now you know where i want to go somewhere on the map nope i want to take a detour that's right okay so last week last week oh a week amongst weeks we had the following things come up in conversation First of all, a lot of just really sexually overt songs. A little bit of in Bang Bang, and then of course Anaconda just... Uh, We also, I briefly mentioned a song called Too Close by Alex Clare. In reference to Nico and Vines and Nico and Vins. And not the only Too Close, it turns out. Yes, not the only Too Close. So instead, this week, we are combining sexuality and Too Close into Too Close by Next. From 1997. Yeah, so this was a song that was all over the damn place when I was growing up. It's one that I've never heard before because I lived under a rock, apparently. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Wait, you grew up and you, you, um, you grew up, right? You were little and you became big? Let me check. No, I'm still pretty small. Ooh. Well, at some point you were a young man and now you were a, a terrifyingly old man. How is it possible you have not heard Too Close by Next? I have no answer for you. Okay, so this is, this is... A brilliant fucking song. The very first verse does not fuck around. It features the line, uh, dancing like you're naked. It's almost like we're sexing. Of course, <laughs> next makes it sound a lot better than that. Dancing like you're naked. Oh, it's almost like we're sexing. This is essentially a song that is about this guy, or this trio of men, if you will. They are dancing up on respective honeys in the club. The honeys are like, hey, you're dancing too close. Uh, I can feel a little bit of wood popping up on me. 
So that is a good topic for a song. I love it. I love it. Uh, this is probably the most impassioned version of Sorry I Popped One On You. This song wins my award for best use of the entendre. You're making it hard for me. Because these, these are fucking poets we have in Next. Uh, I think this is a pretty balling tune. It's got some good back and forth going on. The kind of the, the male and female sections playing off each other. That bass line's got a bit of rapper's delight to it. It's not it's not a subtle song, but there is you can't help but shake the feeling that there's something kind of clever about obscuring the contents of this song in this kind of delivery. Your parents could almost not even pay attention to it. It's easy to think of it as like background music. This video is classic 90s. Holy shit. It's just people dancing. They got those tight bods. <laughs> and those loose pants. And those loose pants. Every time these the next deliberately looks at the camera or points at it, it is weird. It is fucking weird. They'll kind of do a little eyebrow raise or like a little kind of like wink. But like the wink is never not a creepy thing. It always is like a little bit off and you kind of worry. They're both in an elevator and on an escalator, which is pretty cool. It's just a vertical transportation video. Well, come on. Oh, Adrian, is, are you really missing the, the obvious reference here? Okay. Okay. I, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. You get it. Mm-hmm. See, that's how next level. Oh, next. Oh. <laughs> that was no pun. Oh my god. We need to move on before I. To the next song. I'm sorry. <sighs> well, hopefully, this song will take us in the right direction. Because oh. it's Maps by Maroon 5. I think it could be a lot worse minus those shitty, shitty vocals. Oh god, those shitty vocals. The song itself maybe wasn't that bad, but I couldn't even listen to it because the guy just sounds like such a douchebag and I want him to go away. Well, I think it gets a lot better if you replace the uh, following, following, following with Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. <laughs> it's a Tim Burton jam. <laughs> <laughs> it really livens, livens this number up a bit. This video, I think, is where the money is. It almost feels like it's trying to avoid criticism by addressing what seems like a hard theme, right? But I'm not going to be fooled. I'm going to say that it sucks and is shitty, and it's a really amateurish failed attempt at trying to capture something meaningful. He just gets his spot blown up looking at the honeys, and then he goes off with this other honey, and then his, his actual honey gets pissed and is too distracted to not get hit by a pickup truck. It's just like, this happens, and then this happens, and then this happens, and then she dies. And the only moral I walk away learning here is that Adam Lambert is a total insufferable prick. Exactly. It's just, this guy is a jerk, and then his girlfriend dies. Too bad. It really made me think. It really made me think, huh, Maroon 5's still around, huh? Do you remember that time in college when I was confused and I thought Maroon 5 was the same as Jurassic 5? <laughs> I thought Jurassic 5 sucked. I'm, I'm out of words. 